When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. My first guest this evening is a six-time Emmy winner who stars as a foul-mouthed baseball announcer in Bruckmeyer, now in its third season. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Hank Azaria. Hello there. Nice to see you again. Uh, nice to be seen. It's been Thank too you. long. It's been too it's long. It's been quite a while. Month a of Sundays, as yeah, my sure old auntie been. used to say. Now, um, you are, I think it's generally agreed, a very funny person. I thought you were going to say handsome, but that's all right. I'm well, very you funny. Are. You are, but I will get to that in a moment. All that right. is part of the problem uh, yes. with Hank Azaria. I don't know if I've said this to you before. I'm, <laughs> if I have said this to you before, I do not care. And here's the thing, <laughs> is that are you aware that there's a controversy around you in the comedy community? I, I, well, what now, God? It's that you are physically fit, oh, okay? Oh, oh. This is not what a comedian is supposed to look like when oh, his shirt God. is off. <laughs> That is not it. That is, there are a lot of looks comedians supposed to have. This isn't one. You and Joel McHale, both funny, both with physiques. I don't like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Answer for yourself. The way I filled out the little bathing suit was kind of funny. That was was very Uh, nice. Yes. Yeah, that was um, uh, Long Came Polly. That was many years ago. Sure. I feel like you still play. hit the gym, right? You still I, Yes, I went, uh, you know, nothing scares you uh, into the gym like knowing you're going to be naked or, in, or even worse, in a Speedo in a, mm-hmm. in a do movie. You, do you do that often? Have you been I, naked recently? Uh, well, at home, sure. You oh, know. really? Yeah. How daring. No, 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 I'm often, uh, they often ask me to, to take off my clothes in, uh, in movies, and each time that they do... I run to the gym like a nut. But now I, I, I like working out. It keeps yeah. me kind of sane and happy. Sure. I, I work out a I lot. I hear great things. Thanks a lot. <laughs> do you not work out? Yeah, I mean, I kind of do. Four days a week, I do. I get up in the morning to do it, but it's, it's, my heart's never really in it. But do you actually, well... I actually work out. I actually you do? Work out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, I try to do it every day. There are some days, I call them nope days, where nope I... Nope day? Nope days, where I just do my best. I get there... Mm-hmm. Music on, treadmill, hit the button, one, two steps, nope, and off I go. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, do you, I assume the other, is this a, like a private gym or like the other people there? Anyway, I was, I recently did it right in public. At, we were actually vacationing in, uh, in lovely Key Biscayne, Florida, yes. and I uh, got to be friendly with the, uh, the, uh, the guy who runs the place there, because, mm-hmm. you know, I work out a lot, Stephen, as you pointed out to your audience. <laughs> And uh, I did one of those nope things. One, two, nope, off I go. And he was laughing at me. What happened? What happened to you? You never run. That's my impression of that guy. Okay. The next day I came back with my wife. Next, came back to the gym with my wife, who's only seven years younger than I am, I might add. Okay. And uh, as we're signing in, he says to her, Oh, Mrs. Azaria, you should have seen your dad yesterday. <laughs> 
To which, I swear to God, that's true. I know. Ow. To which she said, Ow. what? He said, you're dead, you're dead. And uh, Vigor, he took two steps on the machine, and then he got off. Mm -hmm. I, I said, uh, do you think that I am her father? And he saw the look on my face, and he went, I was kidding, I was kidding. <laughs> that he was not, so how good can I look? I, yeah. I wish I had that picture. I could have showed yeah, it to him. Yeah, just carry that around so, everywhere you go. Yeah. Well, now, uh, this, you're in the 30th season of the longest-running uh, show ever on television, The Simpsons. Correct. You've been in every single one. Every single one. 658 or something like that, something like something that. Something in the mid-600s. And you guys have, have, have had some amazing guest stars yes. on the show over the years. Do you ever actually get to be with them, or is <laughs> it all just... I was lucky enough to do one small part, and it was just me in a booth here in New York, and it just got satellited out there. Yes. Do you ever actually get to be with these guest stars who are on, on the show with y'all? Usually not. I can count on one hand the people that actually were with us. Eric Idle came to the table read. Mel Gibson was at the table read. Sure. Stephen Hawking came to the table read. Stephen wow. Hawking, yes, uh, I know. He's a, apparently he was a huge fan of the show, and he did the show. He even recorded. You know, he he spoke through an electronic voice box. Sure. He actually did that himself, and and they animated to that. Yep. Um, and but the day he came, he was super late, uh, like ten minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. And you guys are all waiting around. We're the all table. waiting, like about really like eighty of us gathered. Um, and th there's a thing in Hollywood if, if a luminary is late, people start whispering, you know, like, well, what do we do? Do we start? Do we not start? What? <laughs> and it became an open conversation. And this is the funniest line I've ever heard uttered by a human being, by the way. So we're all debating, should we start or not? And we're stressing out. And Harry Shearer, uh, who plays a lot of the voices on The Simpsons, without looking up from his newspaper, said, does the man have no concept of time? <laughs> Pretty good. That's pretty fantastic. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you have a young son. You have a 10-year-old son? He'll be 10 in June, my 10 son. 10 in June. Okay, happy birthday. Thank you. And is he, is, is he impressed with your ability to do voices? Like, is he... Because how many voices do you do? Like, 100 or something like that? I have, I've done over 100 on The Simpsons. I've, okay. I, I've way lost count. He, he is now... He, when uh, my, my aforementioned wife uh, was pregnant, we ran into the late and lovely Robin Williams, uh, mm -hmm. who I know a bit. I've worked with her a couple of times. And uh, he warned me. He said, you know, your kid, when he's little, won't let you do any voices. He won't allow it. I'm what? telling you. Won't allow it? He said, all my kids, they hated it when they were little. And he was absolutely right. My son could not stand if I would read a story and go, oh, and then the, the lamb walked. Like, Dad, please, just... <laughs> Let the text breathe. Let the words live. Don't... You're pushing. Don't embellish. You're, pushing, yeah, you're over the top. But then after a while... Then I had to audition voices for him. Because um, they would scare him. They would scare him. Like a bear. I'd go like, well, the bear... Boy. Ah! Dad, no, no, no. Too bear. Too scary. Yeah, so bears had to be kind of nerdy. Uh, and... Uh, but I ended up... Like, I read him the entire, like, the, the Frank Baum Wizard of Oz books. There's, oh, like, sure. a million yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. I read a bunch of them, and I cast them all as Simpsons characters. Uh, but he didn't know that. He does not know that. He still doesn't know. He hasn't seen the show yet. Um, he does so not like, know that. Like, he will someday... Like, who did you cast si as who? Uh, I believe I had Moe as the Scarecrow. <laughs> uh, I felt like good casting to me. <laughs> he had a little bit of an edge. <laughs> you know... The scarecrow. 
The square, uh, what? The scarecrow don't have no brain, no right? Brain. So that figured Mo, right? Mo's kind mm -hmm. of a brainless guy. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, keep away from me with that fire. What are you, nuts? I might have no brains, but you got no brain, pal. <laughs> and uh, Chief Wiggum was the cowardly lion, you know. That's easy. Oh, I'm scared. I don't want to go in there. Um, so my son someday is going to see The Simpsons and think uh, it was all ripped off from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Well, we're, uh, we're, we're, back, uh, we're back in season, what, three? Three, about to premiere tomorrow night. Okay. Tonight, I don't, know when, I don't know when this is. This is Friday. Tonight is Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Tonight is Friday. Oh, then it, it premiered two days ago. On Wednesday. Yes. On, on Wednesday, season premiere of Brockmire. Yes. Shh, no and tell. Now, <laughs> show business. <laughs> um, one thing that hasn't changed uh, uh, about uh, Brockmire is his jacket. And I'm, I'm oh, yes. quite honored that you brought the original jacket here tonight. There this you is go. The, that uh, is, the, this is yes. actually, this is not a test pattern. This is actually his jacket. What is the history of the jacket? Where did you get this? This jacket, I, uh, it is the actual jacket I wear on the show, kids. And mm -hmm. um, I, we, we, it started as a short on, on Funny or Die. Sure. About 12 years ago. And uh, the night before we shot the short, I was like, oh, I, it should be like a loud plaid, like the baseball announcers I remember. Sure, uh, classic sportscaster, yeah. And uh, I walked into a, uh, a thrift store on La Brea and, and, and just found this jacket uh, right on the rack for, for 12 bucks. Um, and it's a nice jacket. I, and now, it's that proven nice. to be um, irreplaceable. Like, we tried to copy the plaid. It's uncopyable for some reason. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They couldn't recreate it. They, they came back and said, we can't copy the jacket. I'm like, does this somehow defy science? I don't see how. <laughs> Why not? But they couldn't nice. do it. So it's the only one we had. I'm sure it smells mm, horrible. Thrift store. Uh, <laughs> A hundred percent natural polyester. Sure. And it... Um, this, this coat wasn't woven, it was extruded. It's indestructible. I'm not kidding you that it's indestructible. I, I, you can't wrinkle it. You can't hurt it. You can't... I, I, I discovered this. I had to travel with it. I had to stuff it into a, a backpack. I'm like, ah, the thing's going to be ruined and I got to wear it. It came out completely pristine. And it's... Look, it's very, to me, you it's irreplaceable. You can't... Here, like, can you... So, let's sit on it. Do you want to sit on it or should sure, I sit I'll, on it? You sit on it. I'll sit on it. Because well, these the no, they cushions don't, don't they lift. Don't. It's there. All right. Check back with me at the end of the interview. <laughs> You'll see the jacket, nothing will have happened to the jacket. You can't hurt it. And it's priceless to me. It's a sentimental value. Why was it in a backpack? Why were you backpacking with that jacket, Hank Azaria? <laughs> I wasn't, like, through the woods. I just, uh... You were backpacking on, <laughs> through, what, on West through Hollywood? Through the Alps, I just was going along my merry way, and I had you the You never jacket. know when you're going to go to a cocktail party. <laughs> you never know when you're going to be a loud plaid guy in the Alps. I have an important question. Sure. Can I see the jacket now? Oh, yes. Let's check in on the jacket. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jim Brockmeyer jacket's been horribly wrinkled, right? Horribly. Completely pristine! Absolutely not a wrinkle on it. The miracle of polyester. Science! Science! Brockmeyer airs Wednesday nights on IFC. Hank Azaria, everybody. Coming up, H. John Benjamin. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Gentlemen, my next guest is a comedian who has voiced everything from the title roles in Archer and Bob's Burgers to a can of vegetables in Wet Hot American Summer. Please welcome H. John Benjamin. Welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, uh, let's get this right out of the way. H. Let's John Benjamin. Yep. Uh, should I call you H? Uh, H. John? I prefer the sound the letter makes. <sighs> what is? Do you go by John or do you go by H. John? Uh, people do. I, I, John, John. 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 You're a prolific voice actor. Uh, let's see. You're Sterling Archer on Archer. Yeah. And uh, I think we, I think we have a clip. Uh, Archer's in an alley for some reason. Do you know why Archer's in the alley? He's in an alley a lot. Uh, he, yeah. Maybe we don't need any more than that. He does, he does some business there. All right, Jim. Come on! Go easy, Archer! Poofy, I swear to God, I will punch you right in the genitals! It's okay. Let him go. You big lomax! Oh. Woodhouse. So, where are you, Figus? You got any leads? What do you think happened? Yeah, I think he got too far behind on his dope tab, so sometime last night his dealer punched his ticket for him. Yeah, and wouldn't that be convenient? <laughs> Not for him. You little rat! Oh, now scram, oh. Archer. Ow, oh, son of a... I mean, just ow. Now, uh, this is the eighth season coming this out now, right? This would be the eighth season. Eighth season. Eighth, eighth. Congratulations on that. Yeah, it's good. My understanding is that for the first four seasons, mm-hmm. Archer worked for something called the International Secret Intelligence Service. Or... ISIS. Now... Uh, uh, why a, did you, why did you common, change a... the name? <laughs> yeah, it had... A, there was a little problem that came up, uh, yeah, after they named it ISIS. So uh, that was unfortunate, but we changed it, yeah. Did you, you literally change it in response to them? They did, yes. They did? But the ISIS didn't change it. No. The, the ter- did you even think about the asking? The group has no affiliation with the show, but they love it. Could they change... They do love the show. Like, I know for a fact... <laughs> That ISIS are big fans, and then oh, I, that's great. I, it is. It's a yeah. it's a fine line because I sure know, we appreciate the support. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. But you got got to like yeah, yeah. I can't hang out. No. 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 Yeah. Now you also are Bob and Bob's Burgers. I am. And thank you. Thank you. We got a uh, we got a little clip here of uh, uh, we've heard Archer. Yep. Let's let's hear Bob. Okay. Point is, Gail, you could be a little more independent and we could not give you money so much. So, 
So much money. I... I just want Mr. Business to be happy. I, I, I guess I, I see your point. You care more about your cat than you do about money, and that's actually nice. Even though it's really our money you don't care about. Now, that is... That's a huge... That's quite a range you have there between uh, Archer, Archer yeah. and Bob. Yeah, there, How do you make the difference? What's the, what's the key for you? It's tough. Uh, I, it is. I, there's, uh, there's very, very subtle distinctions that, yeah. that are hard to... Yeah. Bob sounds like Archer sad. But... <laughs> Bob is like this, and Archer's like this. I totally heard the difference. I totally heard the difference. It is, and it's tough. It's, it, there's, it's tough to do that, but I, I, I've worked it out, and I... And, um, I, and I do work out quite a bit. Now, this thing I hold in my hand right now is one of the... I'm incredibly excited about this. Thank you. I heard about this, and I love everything about it. Yep. This is an album put out by uh, Sub Pop. It's a jazz album you put out. I did. And it's called Well, I Should Have. Yep. And the subtitle is... Uh, learned How to Play Piano. Right down here, that's what it says down there. And you yeah. got into a studio with some serious jazz musicians. Yes, I did. And did not tell them uh, that you were... don't know how to play the piano. <laughs> and cut an album. Yeah. Is this true? I mean, they knew a little bit. <laughs> they learned fairly quickly? They knew, the, uh, they knew how to play their instruments, uh, and they knew where the studio was and so forth. And, uh, and then it kind of went downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, this is this is one of my favorite jazz albums I've ever heard. It's a, it's it's a, it's a beautiful. It's truly album. groundbreaking. It really is. And it, I want to impress upon everyone that he actually did this. I did do it. And this I'm, is not I'm, fake. I'm so not honored fake. that you're actually going to play a little selection. I'm gonna play from. You're going to play um, the first track. This one's called "I Can't Play Piano Part One." Yes, there. Okay, and the band's going to back you up. Yep. And if you don't mind, if, there, if I'm in here, I don't know how to play the trumpet. Oh. And I was uh, wondering whether I could sit in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah.
Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.